Bob Stroud's 145 of the Week as Bob drops the needle and some insight into one of his 45 RPM singles. Now, here's Bob Stroud. Thank you, Steve Downs. Hi, it is Bob Stroud here with my 145 of the Week. Here are the selections I have to choose from what I played on 145 at 145 last week. Monday, questions 67 and 68, Chicago. That was Peter Cetera's birthday. Tuesday, Sister Moonshine, Super Tramp. The album Crisis, What Crisis? was released 46 years ago that date. Wednesday, Fool for the City, Fog Hat. The album Fool for the City was released 46 years ago on that date. Thursday, Don't Call Us, We'll Call You, Sugarloaf. Sugarloaf singer and keyboardist Jerry Corbetta died on that date in 2016. And Friday, She's a Beauty, Tubes. That was lead singer Fee Waybill's birthday. As my 145 of the week, I had to go with questions 67 and 68. That song and that album, the Chicago Transit Authority, just really found its way to my sweet spot, whatever that means. This is one of those songs and albums that I can remember my history with from day one. Working in a record store in Kalamazoo in the spring of 1969. And in comes a double album on Columbia called The Chicago Transit Authority. If I remember correctly, Columbia did a special series on double albums where the price was discounted. And you didn't pay what a normal double album would retail for. The CTA was one of those specially priced double sets, so it was like $6.98 instead of $8.98. Anyway, by the spring of 69, I was heavily into Blood, Sweat, and Tears, both albums, Child is Father to the Man, and the self-titled second album. I liked that horn thing that was happening in rock during the era. So we slid open a copy of this new CTA album and put it on the turntable in the store, and from that opening riff of introduction... I was hooked and really addicted. I bought that album the first day, and it was on my turntable at home as much as any album that year in 1969. Picking a favorite song from the album, well, that would have been tough. But my recollection is how much I was absolutely pulled into question 67 and 68. Everything about it just set me free. Years later, I read where... Robert Lamb, who wrote the song, said he was very influenced by the Beatles on the track. I never heard that influence back in the day, but as soon as I read Lamb's thoughts, I couldn't get the Beatles' influence out of my head whenever I heard the song. All of a sudden, the horns became very stately, very British, maybe right out of the song Magical Mystery Tour. I loved everything about Question 67 and 68, the construction, the arrangement, and it sounded so utterly fantastic. Props to producer James Garcio for not only the polish on Question 67 and 68, but the entire album. It's a beautifully mysterious thing. Yes, it is now, baby. Question 67 and 68, my 145 of the week. Thanks for stopping by. Until next time, stay safe.